Hello everyone this is Deepak Singhal I welcome you to all to the Vidya Guru platform my dear it is the only platform which I truly say that where the education matters yes it is the only institute where only education matters and in this current affair today I'll be talking about some important issues of December 2022 my dear before I go and explain something about the December 22 month sorry 20 uh, sorry 2022 it is my humble request to all of you that if you have not subscribed the channel then kindly go for it keep giving your love and support to me if you want to have me daily on the channel of vidya guru and i will keep explaining about all the key issues which are revolving around the nation and international arena so it is very much important for you guys to know about december month because it is the year of various uh, political advantages for india uh, as far as the international arena is concerned because it is happening in this year only that India is going to take the presidentship of G20 uh, group of countries and also SCO in the next year, 2023. And apart from that, we are also going to be uh, holding the presidentship of UNSC. So without wasting the time, let's continue the class. First of all, with the national affairs. In the national affairs, we have the Tarai, which decides no charges for the SMS and cell broadcast alerts during disasters. So I'll be taking these currents in a very crisp manner. My dear, the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India issued a Telecom Tariff Order 2022 on tariff for SMS and cell broadcast alerts through Common Alerting Protocol, which is called CAP platform during disasters and non-disasters. So even during both disasters and non-disasters, Department of Telecom, which is called DOT, requested that the TERI provide a tariff. This is what the major news was. But because TRI was in news, so it is important for all of us to know about the formation of TRI. It was formed in 1997. Headquarters is in New Delhi. And recently, the chairman is Ram Sevak Sharma. Continuing to the next current affair, it is talking about UNSC because I explained this in the very first minute of my video that India assumes the presidentship of United Nations Security Council. So it is important for all of us to know about UNSC a bit. We know that the United Nations Security Council was formed on 24th of October, 1945. And as far as the United Nations Security Council is concerned, it is one of the six principal organs of United Nations. You are having six principal organs of United Nations in which one is UNSC. As far as UNSC is concerned, my dear, there are in total 15 member countries in which Permanent members are five and the non-permanent members are 10. In the non-permanent members this year, we have Albania, Brazil, Gabon, Ghana, India, Ireland, Kenya, Mexico, Norway, United Arab Emirates. And as far as we all know that the P5 countries are China, Russia, France, Britain, USA. So all these are the P5 countries. Whereas the 10 non-permanent countries I have recently explained to you. So India has assumed the presidentship of this United Nations Security Council for the month of December. And it is the second time in its two-year tenure as an elected member of UNSC that India has assumed this post. Earlier, India assumed this in the month of August, very next, very previous year, 2021. And you guys will be very much shocked to know this if you guys are not aware. Ruchira Kamboj, Ruchira Kamboj, my dear, she is a 1987 batch IFS officer. 
and very recently she has been appointed as the permanent representative of india to united nations so again this is very very important apart from that we have heard about ruchira kamboj and uh, you know very recently she has been appointed she is an indian diplomat sorry diplomat born in the year 1964 very very uh, bright career as far as an ifs officer is concerned 1987 batch and right now the permanent representative of india to united nations i am again repeating this kindly note this down very important united nation security council headquarters it is in new york united states whereas it was founded on 24th of october 1945 which i i have already written here apart from that my dear you guys will experience this that most of the important organizations which are supported by un they are actually having their headquarters in the western world this is the most important thing that why we feel that all of these organizations are most of the times western dominated but you should not be uh, very much sorry about that it, it it always happens in india it it sorry it always happens in the world whereas every report which is posted by all of these organizations which are having their headquarters in the western world you will feel one thing that every report will be criticizing russia ukraine sorry will be criticizing russia or china but they cannot criticize india as of now though there are many reports which i'll be taking in the class in my uh, in my like for the videos in those uh, videos i'll be explaining about all the indexes in which the position of india has been given you know below substandard though we have not accepted that but it is clearly depicted out from these reports that these western world all of their media their reports they actually look like as if they are biased heading forward to the next current affair this is united nation security council this is how they sit together and explain and discuss about various things apart from that now we are entering towards the international arena my dear uh, peru peru gets its first female president after mr pedro and she is dina boluarte she became the first female president of this country amid a very very important political maelstrom because her predecessor and the former boss mr pedro was ousted in an impeachment trial i have a word here impeachment can any one of you tell me under which article of the indian constitution impeachment of our president is mentioned my dear impeachment for us means the process to remove the president it can happen with you guys that your exam it may ask you about some articles which are important and my dear the process to remove president in indian constitution has been mentioned under very rightly pointed out article number 61 so after impeachment trial he was detained by police he was tried because he tried to illegally shut down the congress under all these maelstroms uh, dina boluarte she became the first female president of peru heading forward to the next current affair she is ma'am miss dina sorry mrs dina after that you have g20 my dear it is a very very important month very important month as far as india is concerned you know why because in this month we are not only going to take the presidentship of unsc but india has recently taken up the g20 presidentship also and when it was decided we talked about this earlier also that a g20 summit very recently held in indonesia bali and there only it was decided that the presidentship of g20 
nation is going to be headed to or is 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 uh, going to be given to india as far as g20 uh, group is concerned it was formed by dear in 1999 some uh, some around 23 years ago uh, and very important membership it is about 20 countries and very recently the chairman of this group is pm uh, uh, the chairman is prime minister narendra modi and the country is india the president is india so we are going to assume the presidentship of two global bodies one is g20 on the very first day of this month we have already acquired it and the second one is unsc and in next year 2023 we are going to hold the presidentship of shanghai corporation organization shanghai sco as far as sco is concerned my dear it is important for all of you to know that shanghai corporation organization was formed in the year 2001 2001 only important things i'm giving you and it was actually formed in the month of june 15th of june 2001 some ago some around 21 years old uh, ago after that the headquarters of this institution is in beijing china it is in beijing china and there are two official languages of seo first is chinese and the next one is russian So this is SEO. As far as SEO is concerned, my dear, SEO is generally regarded as that it is the world largest regional organization. SEO is the world largest regional organization and you should be having this data. Why? Because it covers approximately 60% of Europe and Asia, which is called Eurasia. <laughs> About 40% of the world population. And apart from that, about 30% of the global GDP. This is the important features of SEO. So when the major powers are not even talking to each other, India alone is interacting with each one of them, which actually presents a historic opportunity. And my dear, our prime minister and the country as a whole is putting very strongly the bid of permanent membership in UNSC. We actually want to take the permanent seat in USC on various stands. We are a country of 140 crore population. And our foreign minister S. Jaishankar said that kindly do not ask us that on whose side India is, whether India is going to support India or whether India, sorry, whether India is going to support Russia or India is going to support USA. Kindly do not ask us this. We are a country of 140 crore. It means we are having our own stand. We stand somewhere in this world, my dear. So being the second most populous country in the world, we should be having a permanent seat in USC, UNSC. Apart from the population as a factor on the basis of which we bid for the permanent presidentship, there are various other reasons. You know, India is very much free as far as the Indian foreign policy is concerned. You must have read it in the newspapers that very recently TASS, TASS is the news agency of Russia. Very recently TASS group has said that India will not accept the sanctions of G7 and European Union sanction in terms of price cap. And what was the price cap? Very recently it was uh, like it was in the newspapers that on 5th of December, the price cap which was imposed by G7 countries and European Union on Russian oil was imposed and the price cap was about $60 per 
per barrel that the uh, russia cannot have more than 60 dollar per barrel if russia wants to sell its oil and if russia will take more than 60 dollar per barrel then the european union will not give ships to russia for the oil transportation and also will cancel the insurance which is being given to the ships and amid this though india we already discussed this that india as a whole if you talk about india india actually was not going to be affected with this you know why because india was already getting the oil less than 60 dollar per barrel so it is anyway it is not going to affect us so this is the reason why india said though we are there is no official uh, statement from india this was the official statement from task group which is a news agency of russia they said that that after having talks with india india said that india is not going to accept the european union and g7 sanctions of price cap over russia and it is a good a great step i would say it actually shows that india follows a foreign policy which is not commanded by any of the great or developed country in this world it means a lot my dear heading forward to the next current affair this is prime minister narendra modi now we are having some miscellaneous part as far as the miscellaneous part is concerned we are having up the picture which you recently saw she is bobby kinner and bobby kinner as far as bobby kinner is concerned my dear she has been elected as a first transgender member of mcd yes national capital has got its first transgender councillor after aam aadmi party bobby kinner has won the civic polls she won she defeated the congress candidate mr varuna by the margin of 6714 votes she stood from sultanpuri a ward and her ward number was 43 she has been associated with aap since the anna movement men anna hazare he started the movement for lokpal and later when the party was formed she was associated with aam aadmi party she won the aam aadmi party seat from sultanpuri this is the ward number from where she has won it and she is a first transgender member of mcd yes guys we are going to write some kind of a history here it actually shows that <clears throat> the delhiites they actually like to support those who like to work irrespective of the gender so this shows that the sense of gender equality is coming at least in the mind of delhiites very good so it sends a great message to the world that we believe in gender equality heading forward to the next current affair about oxford the oxford dictionary chooses the word goblin mode as the word of the year 2022 now what is goblin mode my dear goblin mode has been selected by an online vote as its word of the year and the meaning is a type of behavior which is unapologetically self indulgent lazy slovenly or greedy in a way that rejects social norms or expectations though in 2021 the oxford word of the year was wax heading forward to the next current affair it is talking about this is goblin mode the word of the year this is how they publish imd very recently imd issued the warning of formation of cyclone mandus over the bay of bengal if you will see this cyclone as you can see in this map uh, very clearly this is andaman nicobar group of islands this is andaman this is nicobar so it is actually coming from andaman or i would say andaman nicobar group of islands towards the coast of andhra pradesh and tamil nadu this is called cyclone mandus so very recently imd 
can any one of you tell me can any one of you tell me what is the full form of imd and in which year imd was formed very good beta imd stands for india meteorological department and it was formed in the year 1875 yes it was formed during british time and as far as imd is concerned it comes under the ministry of earth sciences the ministry which is important for controlling this it, it 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 is the ministry of earth sciences formed in the year 1875 during britishers this is indian meteorological department so it is a principal agency for all the meteorological observations weather forecasting and seismology this is the institution from where we get all these details after that the second cyclone of the post monsoon season is likely to hit to form over the southwest bay of bengal and hit the east coast in tamil nadu puducherry and andhra pradesh this is what the imd predicted this cyclone storm mandas reached the southwest bay of bengal near north tamil nadu puducherry adjoining the south andhra pradesh by december 8 morning so very very great as far as the prediction is concerned because with such predictions uh, the imd will be able to save not only the life but also the property heading forward to the next current affair it is about the appointments this month for example nabard as far as my dear nabard is concerned first of all you guys should be having some details about nabard nabard stands for national bank for agriculture and rural development this bank was established in 1980 as far as this bank is concerned it is having the headquarters in mumbai which is the financial capital of india and yes the chairman is shri shaji sorry shri shaji kv uh kv shaji has been named as the chairman of nabard national bank for agriculture and rural development he formerly served as nabard deputy managing director which is dmd till may 21 2020 he is an agricultural graduate with a pgdm in public policy from iim ahmedabad very great as far as this chairman of nabard is concerned heading forward to the next current affair this is all the details of nabard 1982 headquarters mumbai then we have virat kohli some news related to virat kohli the indian tech brand noyes has appointed virat kohli as its new brand ambassador for its smart watches you must be buying the smart watches this month because we had so many sales on flipkart amazon and in every watch of noyes you will have this man virat kohli uh doing the brand you know branding work for it the new partnership will bring together the two domains together which is set to be or which is set to exemplify the brand and my dear according to this partnership the noise said that it will help in deepening the consumer trust and allegiance this is what the company claimed this is the new tech brand noise then we have the next current affair this is how virat kohli is having this noise uh over his no he's he's wearing this noise watch this is how he brands it then we have mr rajiva lakshman mr rajiva lakshman has been named as the chairperson of nsc national statistical commissions commission the government of india appointed this man mr rajiva lakshman who is a professor at chennai mathematical institute as a part time chairperson of nsc for a period of just 3 years he will take up this role as an additional responsibility while continuing as the professor at cmi he joined cmi as a visiting 
professor in 2010 and uh, officiated as the director of CMI from January 2011 up till April 2021. As far as this NSC is concerned, it was formed in the year 2005 and the headquarters is New Delhi. My dear, why I'm, uh, I'm uh, focusing over all these details like the formation date headquarters? Because if such an institution is in news, then it becomes very, very uh, important for all of you guys to remember the date when it was formed and also to take into account the important, uh, like uh, the place of the headquarters where it is located. After that, we have some ranks and reports. My dear Gautam Adani, Gautam Adani and the two other Indian billionaires on the Forbes Asia heroes of philanthropist. Yes, the billionaires Gautam Adani, HCL Technologies, Mr. Shiv Nadar, and the Happiest Minds Technologies, Ashok Suta. They are the three Indians who have been named in the 16th edition of the annual Forbes list. The list highlights the region's top philanthropists who have demonstrated a strong personal commitment to causes such as education and environment. As far as Gautam Adani is concerned, we know that this person... Uh, is a great billionaire. As far as the uh, Adani company of this Gautam Adani is concerned, this company is generally associated with the port development work. I'm talking about Adani ports. Heading forward to the next current affair, it is talking about, this is Gautam Adani. IPL. IPL remains the most searched query on Google in India on 2022. According to the report, year in search 2022 report, which has been released by Google. This report highlights that the topics that generated most interest were, were most frequently searched on the website this year. And the topic which was searched most of the time this year in India is IPL. India search trends have changed noticeably since last year and according to the list which is published annually for various nations. So it is published for various nations according to the report India. The year, the I can say uh, the word of the like the word of the Google, which has been searched most of the time in India is IPL, Indian Premier League. Then we have some top trending searches in India. This is how the report is published. This is IPL. Second is COVID. Third is FIFA World Cup, which is very recently going on in Qatar. Then we have Asia Cup, ICC, Men's T20 World Cup, Brahmastra, and which is part one Shiva, Ishram Kart, Commonwealth Games, KGF Chapter 2, Indian Super League. So these are the top 10 searches in India according to the report, which is called Year in Search 2022 report by Google. Heading forward to the next current affair, this is BBC. BBC releases 100 most influential women's list, four Indian women in the list. And the four women who are in the list are actress Priyanka Chopra Jones, author Gidanjali Shri, Engineer and astronaut Shirisha Bandla and the social worker Sneha Jawale. So all of these Indian women were in the list released by BBC as the top 100 influential women in the world. So my dear, if you have not subscribed the channel yet, kindly do it. Please show over your love and support over me if you like the session. I will keep coming with all of these short notes, some of the crisp news which are important for any of the government examination which you guys are preparing for. Kindly write in the comment section if you want to have some topics like some long drawn topics which you guys are preparing for. For example, if you want to discuss the topic right from their background and then coming to the forefront, what are the implications? For example, if you want to discuss the topics like if India has said this, that India will not accept the 
price cap of European Union and G7, what implications India will have in the future? If you are interested in such type of debates, kindly write in the comment section. We'll surely come based upon your interest. Heading forward to the next current affair, this is Priyanka Chopra Jones. India has been ranked 48th in the Global Aviation Safety Rankings 2022. According to DGC official, India has jumped to 48th position in the Global Aviation Safety Rankings by the ICAO. As far as ICAO is concerned, it is International Civil Aviation. International Civil Aviation Organization. So four years ago, the country was ranked at just 102 position. Now we are uh, like to the 48th position. So we have jumped directly from 104, sorry, 102 to 48. In the ranking, Singapore is at the top. Second is UAE. Third is South Korea. Sorry. Uh, yes, the third is South Korea. And the China is behind us. <laughs> China is behind us. So we should be satisfied with it. As far as DGCA is concerned, because it mentioned about DGCA, we we'll, would like to talk something about DGCA. My dear, DGCA stands for Directorate General of Civil Aviation. It is a statutory body. Statutory body means a body which is formed by a law. So it, it is a statutory body and it was formed under the Aircraft Act 2020. Statutory body means any body formed by law. Any body which is not in the constitution, that is called statutory body if a body is formed by law. If a body is in the constitution, then it is a constitutional body. So DD, uh, sorry, DGCA, which is Directorate General of Civil Aviation, has been formed in the uh, sorry, has been formed under the Aircraft Act. Aircraft Act 2020. As far as DGCA is concerned, it is a very important body which regulate all the civil aviations in India. So very important. It comes under the Ministry of Civil Aviation headquarters. It is in New Delhi. Headquarters, it is in New Delhi. It comes under uh, your... Ministry of Civil Aviation and the minister who is responsible for it right now is Mr. Suresh Prabhu. So after that, we are having, this is how the DGCA works and handles all the civil aviation works. These are all the important details of International Civil Aviation Organization, ICAO. Headquarters, it is in Montreal, Canada. It was founded in the year 1944. President is Mr. Salvatore. Secretary General is Mr. Juan Carlos. Heading forward, to again, the very important current affair, it is India's 100 richest 2022 Gautam Adani tops the Forbes rich list. The world economy may be slowing down, my dear, but India's richest person, they have grown even richer this year. This is what the Forbes list has come or has come with a finding. The Forbes 2022 list of India's 100 richest is finally here, according to which the combined wealth of India's 100 richest grew by $25 billion to touch a colossal of $800 billion. As far as the top 100 richest Indians are concerned, their cumulative wealth is $385 billion. Adani Group Chairman Mr. Gautam Adani has backed the top spot on the list with a net worth of $150 billion. According to the Forbes, the gain was largely due to the record-breaking feat by infrastructure tycoon, which changed the peaking order at the top for the first time since 2008. So again, a very important thing. Heading forward to the next current affair. This is how the net worth 
of Gautam Adani is $150 billion, is number one. So these are some of the important details and their networks, Gautam Adani number one, then followed by Mukesh Ambani, then we have Radha Kishan Damani, Mr. Cyrus Punawala, Shiv Nadar, Savitri Jindal, Dilip Sangvi, Hinduja Brothers, Kumar Birla and Bajaj family and their network in rupees. Then we have the next heading or the most important sector related to defense, though we'll be covering some, some of the important details in a quick succession. The seventh edition of US-India Naval Exercise Sangam begins in Goa. The seventh edition of the exercise Sangam, which is a joint naval special force exercise between Indian Navy Marcos and US Navy SEAL. So Indian Navy Marcos and US Navy SEALs. It commenced in Goa. The present edition will see personnel from SEAL Team 5 based at San Diego, US, and the Indian Navy Marcos from INS Abhimanyu. So as far as the exercise Sangam is concerned, it was first conducted in 1994. And then after that, we have like uh, regular exercise with, uh, uh, I would say not uh, at regular intervals, but we have this exercise with America. And this is the seventh edition of it. Heading forward to the next current affair, this is how the exercise was conducted. INS Abhimanyu has been shown there. Then we have Prakram Divas. Prakram Divas to mark the 51st anniversary of India's victory in Longewala battle during 1971 war, Prakram Divas celebrated at Jaisalmer military station in Rajasthan on December 5. Several programs has been organized on this occasion at Sagat Singh Stadium. And this includes a band display, daredevils, motorcycle stunts, mixed martial arts, malakam, show jumping, musical performance, parachute free fall and much more. This is how they celebrated Prakram Divas. Do remember this. It was the 51st anniversary of it. And it is the Longevala battle. We'll be covering a separate class that what is this battle all about, why it was fought, and yes, some of the important details about it. Then we have, this is how the celebration, uh, it went for the... Then we have exercise Sudarshan Prahar. It was conducted by the Indian Army Sudarshan Chakra Crops. Indian Army Sudarshan Chakra Crops carried out the exercise Sudarshan Prahar in the deserts of Rajasthan. The exercise focused on synergized applications of combat power to the integration of force multipliers and practicing some new battle techniques. So again, very important. Sudarshan Prahar. And it was conducted by Indian Army Sudarshan Chakra Corps. This is what you need to remember. Then we have the next. This is how the Sudarshan Prahar was conducted. Then some important days we have. For example, the Sark Charter Day, 8 December. National Armed Forces Flag Day, 7 December. International Civil Aviation Day, 7 December. World Soils Day, 5 December. Nation Observed Indian Navy Day on 4 December. And the International Day of Person with Disabilities is 3 December, 2022. These are some of the important days uh, this month. For example, National Pollution Control Day, 2nd December. World Computer Literacy Day, 2nd December. International Day for Abolition of Slavery, again 2nd December. BSF also celebrated its 58th uh, raising day on December 1st and the World AIDS Day on 1st of December. So this is everything from my side, I think, and I hope you must have liked the session. My dear, if you liked it, kindly like it, subscribe the channel and keep giving your love and support to me. This is what I need. If you want the sessions to be crisp and very like fast like that, kindly like the session, give your thumbs up. If you want to give any suggestion to me, all your suggestions are welcome. SSC, for SSC, for CTET, for any other kind of examination, if you guys are preparing for, for example, Vidya Guru, 
it gives a whole whole course i would say the holistic approach and and the type of a coaching which is given here which is both available in the online platform or even in the pen drive courses for ssc bank ctet cds and for the general competition this is what you guys can choose for it you guys can truly rely over vidya guru and i can seriously say that this is the this is the only institution where actually education matters my dear for all the important things you guys can contact the numbers which must be given in the description box this is everything from my side this is deepak singhal signing off take care goodbye we'll see you in the next session very soon